Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there today? Love you guys so much. I hope this show is going to encourage you. You know, um, it is it is encouraged me, just the content of this show for some time now. I want to get right to it. Of course, we, I kind of always go through the commercials. You know, we love to hear from you and follow us on social media and stuff like that. But I'm going to keep that short today because I just have something that I, I just believe will encourage your heart. Today we are going to be talking about, and this is for the podcast and and everyone who is listening right now. Um, it's pretty cool that we're not just confined by radio anymore. You know, we got a podcast, we got YouTube, we got all these things that God, these tools that God has given us. Um, so hello, wherever you are tuning in from. I believe this message is for you. Um, the the title of, of, of just our show today is, there is making in the breaking. There is making in the breaking. Now, um, some time ago, I was going through a really, really rough season in my life. You know those times when I kind of feel like everything is falling apart. You're not acing anything. Maybe your hand is dipped in way too much and you can just feel yourself breaking down. You know, for me, and I hope this resonates with you, the world that we live in today is so demanding on us and our response to it a lot of times is to feed into that demand rather than restrict ourselves or control ourselves and say, no, we're going to put some boundaries up. We feed into that demand. And I remember some time ago, I had a conversation with my husband and, you know, I'm, I'm a tough girl. I, um, I'm, a, I'm a tough chick, but I think it was you know, after we had put the kids to bed, we have four children. Amazing. But sometimes because we have four children, we don't get to have an adult conversation until they're in the bed. Can I get an amen out there for all all of you with multiple children? So they were in the bed and I just looked at my husband and I said, I feel like I'm having a breakdown. And for me to say that, that that's a lot because I like to take on a lot. I like to do a lot, but I, I didn't know how to say it rather than just say it. And I, and um, maybe I'm speaking to someone out there today that kind of has a, uh, maybe, maybe you put on a really good front. Maybe you have a really good um, outer shell, but if anyone was to prod you emotionally today, maybe you just break down in the car, <laughs> maybe you just break down. If, if, if anyone was to come up to you today, you, and, and say, hey, how are you? Um, you can feel yourself sort of um, melt under um, just the reality that, that someone cares. Um, and anyway, that, that that's kind of how it was that night with my husband. I just looked at him and I said, I feel like I'm having a breakdown. I feel like nothing's working. Um, I just feel a lot of pressure from every side. Um, you know, as Paul talks about us being pressured on every side. And that's just kind of how I felt that night. And I actually had had um reached out to a couple of my friends and just said, listen, I feel like I'm having a breakdown, an emotional breakdown. And it wasn't 
one or two days later that God convicted me from saying that so strongly. I love when the Lord speaks to us. And, um, you know, I know when the, when the spirit speaks to me, answers so many questions at one time. Um, and I was having my quiet time a couple of days after I started voicing what I was feeling internally. And, um, I felt the spirit of God through his word, of course, um, say, uh, you're not having a breakdown autumn. I'm making you, I'm forcing you during this time of pressure to break up with things in your life that you cannot take into where I'm calling you. You know, there, there are things that God wants to do for us and there are blessings that he wants to give us. But if there is a hint of, um, you know, jealousy, pride, um, comparisons, you know, uh, some hint in our life, he, he loves us so much to strip us down, get that out of our life so he can bring us to a new place of blessing in our lives. And man, when he told me that, listen, I'm you're not, not having a breakdown. I am making you, I'm forcing you in a loving, godly, fatherly way. I am forcing you to break up with some of these things that literally they can't go where I'm calling you. You have prayed for a long time to be X. Well, you can't get X with some of these things. And um, that's that's kind of the premise of what I want to talk about today. And I, I know for a fact that some of you guys are really listening in um, right now. Um, is that you today? Do you feel like you are sort of pressed on every side like Paul talks about Um in this scripture, do you feel the pressure of, of life, you know, um, sort of closing in? Have you thought to yourself, I think I'm having a breakdown. I think, I think I'm losing my mind here. You know, this is too much. It is too much to bear. Um, I want to encourage you today. It's not necessarily a breakdown. Um, I, I believe, I believe that word was just a universal word. Um, maybe God, sees your future. Not maybe he does see your future and he is calling you to a place where you need to forget some of these old mentalities that you have carried for 20, 30, 40 years. You need to forget and um, stop dwelling on unforgiveness. You need to stop being prideful. Um, You need to stop the comparison because that those sin, those things he can't bless. And he wants you to shed him before he can take you into the next season. Um, I, I, um, I've got lots of scripture today that, that I want to get to, you know, as I was sort of praying about, you know, what, what avenue this, this, this really spoke to me. And, um, as I have shared it, um, it has spoke to a lot of people now, <laughs> not just me. I love how God does that. He sort of schools me. Oh, I need the Lord. I'm desperate for him. And then he allows me to sort of use what, he, what he's teaching me to teach others. Um, but, but here I am in the scripture. And I'm thinking about this making, you know, uh, this, there, there is such a making. God is making us. 
When we feel like he is breaking us, he is making us. There is a making that is happening internally. We are growing in our character internally. We are losing some of these old ugly mentalities, ugly um, disciplines, um, you know, uh, ugly practices that we are doing. Um, we are losing them. When 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 God gets us to a point where he is he he um, he brings a lot of pressure and a lot of stress and maybe trial and whatever it is on us, that breaking is actually the best thing for us. So while we feel like we are breaking, he is making something new out of us. And I want to just challenge your perspective today. I want to, of course, go to the scripture because, you know, nothing I say means anything. Um, it, 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 everything needs to be held under the accountability of scripture. And I, and I pray that you do that. And I hope that you do that. Um, the scripture um, always has the final, uh, final word. So that's what we're going to go today. I, I, as I was looking at the text, I was, I was very drawn to the feeding of the 5,000 for multiple reasons. And I will, I will uh, bring that out here in a second. Um, but this is what got me from the feeding of the 5,000. God blessed the fish and the bread. He broke it and then he multiplied it. Blessed, broke, multiplied. He blessed it first, then he broke it. And then he multiplied it. Let's go uh, straight to that text. Um, I want to give you a little bit of background to this text. I think it's very, very important. Here we see um, Jesus who is standing uh, uh, and, he, and the disciples have just had just come to Jesus right before this miracle and said, John the Baptist has just been beheaded. OK, um, John the Baptist was not just any guy. I mean, he was the guy. According to uh, the scriptures, he was the guy that God literally created to prepare the way for Jesus. This was Jesus's cousin, but also his homeboy. This was the guy that that had really um, laid some incredible groundwork and really f- told everyone, listen, the Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. Um, and, and we see John the Baptist in, um, in Matthew uh, chapter three, baptizing Jesus. Such an honor, such a privilege. And it says in um, Matthew uh, chapter 316, after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were open. And he saw the spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice out of heaven said, this is my beloved son in who I am well pleased. So we see him being baptized. We see God saying very audibly from the heavens, this is my son. This is the guy I've blessed. This is this is who I have chosen. Um, this is the literal son of God. 
And then Jesus is taken into um, the wilderness and and he is tempted uh, for 40 days um, by by Satan. And, 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 you know, thus starts the ministry of Jesus. I, I, I want I have several things to get to here, but I want to just focus really quick on Jesus's blessing. His breaking and his multiplying. We see God blessing him right here with John the Baptist, baptizing him immediately. God says, this is my son. This is who I've blessed. This is who I've chosen. Immediately he is taken to the wilderness and tempted. His breaking almost starts immediately after the blessing. We see Jesus's breaking um, uh, beginning. And then, you know, and and, and it could be, I mean, several, uh, several scholars say it was about two years that John was in prison. Um, About, about two years later, uh, John was beheaded. The disciples come to Jesus and say, listen, um, John the Baptist has been beheaded. And this is what it says um, in uh, Matthew 14, 13. Now, when Jesus heard about John, he withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. Um, I lost a very dear, dear friend last year. And, you know, she was someone who, who had worked for me, but also, you know, she, you'd heard her on the, on the, on the autumn mile show. And we had the daily show. She was, she was here. She was uh, diagnosed with brain cancer three months later, roughly, um, God took her home. I mean, this was a girl that fanned the flame of Christ everywhere she went. And when she passed something in me broke. So as I'm reading this scripture, I, I, I can identify with Jesus wanting to seclude. He wanted to be alone. He wanted to process John, my buddy, my cousin has just been beheaded. He has just died a grueling death. He has secluded himself. And, 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 um, and that is when he's able to do something uh, amazing. When the people, verse 13, heard of this, they followed him on foot from cities. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion and healed their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came and said, this place is desolate and the hour is already late. So send the crowds away that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and the two fish. Looking up towards heaven, he blessed the food, breaking the loaves, and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up what was left over, broken pieces, 12 baskets full. Now I'm going to try to bring uh, uh, some of this home before I move on to my, to my next point. Here we have Jesus in his own breaking. He was making in his own breaking. He was providing 
for people's needs. In his own breaking, in his own grief from his buddy who had baptized him, who had prepared the way for him in his own breaking, He saw an opportunity to make others. And what did he see? He saw their their personal need. And he said, you know what? I am going to meet their very personal needs. So here we have a grieving Jesus who said, "Um, yes, I do. um, I'm not going to be held back. By any sort of grief today, I am going to feel compassion for these people and I am going to heal their sick and I'm going to meet them in their needs. And so here he gets this uh, five loaves and two fish and he lifts them up to heaven and he blesses the lunch. He breaks it and he multiplies it. I wonder today, those of you out there that maybe feel like like you are um, breaking as I read the scripture, and I'm going to go to another one here in a minute, as you feel like you are breaking, do you realize that they that might be a sign that you have been blessed? When we sit and when we um, stew over things that appear to be breaking us we can get so caught up in ourselves that we miss little things that the scripture teaches us we might be saying lord take this away lord take this hurt away lord take this pain away lord um, allow me the faith to receive the grace that i need to get through this but as I read these scriptures and something that was, has been very apparent, apparent to me through this, um, just studying for this, this um, message, is that the breaking happened after the blessing was complete. When Jesus came out of the water and he was baptized, what did God immediately say? He was, he was baptized. God said, this is my beloved son and who I am well pleased. And then he, uh, uh, he went straight to the wilderness to be tempted, um, by, by Satan. He was blessed by God publicly and immediately he was challenged. Could this breaking in your life be a result of God saying, first, I've blessed this person. I've blessed you. Because what I'm seeing is that there is blessing, there is breaking, and then what's the next step? There is multiplying. I just want you to think about that for just a second. Are you so caught up mentally in the breaking process? Your kids. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe your marriage is just not there. Maybe you're bored with your life. Maybe you've had someone pass like I did, like Jesus did. Maybe Satan has just come in and really... Um, you feel attacked and you have been put through the ringer and you are at the point of breaking. 
let me encourage you today that that might be a sign that God has actually blessed you. And in order for the third step to happen, that multiplication process to happen, maybe he wants this breaking to purify you so that he can do all he wants to do with you, for you, and through you. I want to change your perspective today. It was bless. Let me read the text again. Ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and two fish, looking up towards heaven. He blessed, broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. The multiplication process is next. I um I I personally can't can't get over that because I see such a pattern um in in Jesus's life here. <clears throat> Jesus was broken for us. How can we not think that we aren't going to go through some of the same processes, not to the severity and to the degree that Jesus did. But how can we not think that we will not fellowship like the scriptures tell us with his sufferings? How can we not think that? The breaking step is what really um, makes us. And the things that you are dealing with right now, you probably, um, if you are at the point of breaking, they have brought you to your knees. They have demanded from your spirit help from the supernatural already. Don't you see already God's making you? Don't you see already you're more dependent on him? Don't you see already that this breaking process might be one of the best things that's ever happened to you? I believe that he blessed you first. Then he allowed this to happen to purify you. And the next step is a great step because it's multiplication. Here we see he, they took the five loaves and two fish. When it was broken, they fed everybody, 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 everybody that was there was fed because of the breaking of this this food everybody that was there and and you know what there was food left over what you are dealing with right now might seem overwhelming but it can feed people spiritually everywhere I mean, some of the greatest parts of my life have not been the mountaintops. They've been the valleys because God has used the valleys to get me to those mountaintops. He's used the valleys to minister to people because um, people identify with that. I want to go to the last part of Matthew in just a couple minutes we have left. Matthew um, 26. Here we we are seated um, the disciples and Jesus are seated and they are having the last supper. It says, uh, Matthew 26, 26, while they were eating, Jesus took some bread after blessing it. He broke it and he gave it to his disciples and said, take, 
eat. This is my body. I I'm overwhelmed by this pastors. I love communion and I know we take communion in our churches. He blessed the bread at the Lord's Supper, knowing what was getting ready to happen to him, knowing the process of his physical breakdown that was getting ready to happen for us on the cross. He took the bread. He blessed it first. He broke it second. He shared it third, knowing it would be a representation of what would happen to him on the cross when Jesus body was broken for us it gave us the hope that we have today was Jesus cast out by God was he um forgotten by God was he uh, forsaken by no he was used by God to bring us eternal life hope Joy, fulfillment. God blessed him after his baptism publicly. He broke him throughout his whole ministry, physically broke his body on the cross. And when he died, he multiplied literally his body. Um, And we are partaking of its benefit today. Let me encourage you today. There is making in your breaking you're breaking is a sign of God's blessing. And if you're in the breaking process, there is a multiplication process that God is going to use your breaking to literally feed people spiritually, if you will let him. I hope this encourages you guys today. Um, Thanks for listening. I will be right back here next week on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.